everything we do, we're trading time, we're trading our life experience. And that's the one thing we talked about in probably the first 15 episodes of this podcast is like when someone owns one of my pieces, they own a physical representation of a part of my life. Like, like this is like a, like a piece of my life I'll never get back. I chose to spend those hours making this object that I thought about in my head and I physically produced it from fire, gravity, earth, air, you know, avatar stuff, the whole deal. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 56 of the podcast. Really appreciate all you folks coming to hang out today. And if you've never seen this podcast before and don't know what it's all about, my name's Evan. I'm the owner and one of the glass blowers at Bear Mountain Studios. And essentially, what this podcast is is a one hour rant. We hang out, we smoke, we talk about glass, we show function, but mostly we're just ranting, talking about life, and going on tangents. So, if that sounds like something you'd want to check out and hang out, Please sit down and join us. And if you smoke, you know, roll your joint, pack a bowl, heat up your nail, and let's uh, let's kick it for a bit and hang out today. Uh, also, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsclass.com. Best way to stay up to date on all drops, giveaways, everything else we're doing, especially because we have such a large Sunday sale happening today. Largest Sunday sale I've ever done. It's about 65 pieces, so it's a big one. <coughs> I'm hoping there's enough for everybody honestly like i'd be surprised if it sold out and i know i say that a lot but it's like at this point like it's still fucking surprising because i can't believe how many people keep coming out each and every time to support super grateful and speaking of giveaways i just want to thank all you folks who entered our last giveaway we gave away a honey jar recycler last uh podcast we did the giveaway on the instagram though I uh, did not promote it on They Did It or any of my bigger accounts. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that it was just for my podcast listeners as much as we could make it. And just something fun for you guys to know that I do care. Um, and I appreciate all your support while uh, my producer Aja and I work on this project and keep putting these podcasts out. All right. Well, let's get into today's episode. We got a few cool pieces on the table. I got the uh, Juggernaut out today. I haven't smoked this piece in a while. She's right here, this big old huge piece that of course my classic 14 millimeter double diffused and then we have a handful of pieces over here on this side of the table that are just a little taste of what's going to be dropping on sunday i just grabbed a few pieces out of the case that i like wanted to show off a little variety in color and and talk about so we'll get into those a little bit later too but i just wanted to take a few hits off this joint and kind of just decompress from the body like always because we filled these early so this is like my first smoke of the day i've not smoked anything yet so I'm ready to get stoned. <coughs> but man, I was like so stoked how many people like, I know I do big giveaways on They Did It and we get like tens of thousands of entries, but I was super stoked on the giveaway we did for the YouTube channel. Like we had almost a thousand entries over there on the fucking uh, podcast Instagram, which is awesome. It's, this is like such a small thing we're doing, you know, our, our following's little still, we're building it, but I'm super grateful for all you folks that entered. And I swear, like I mostly saw podcast listen, listeners entering like I definitely got some followers cause there was people tagging friends and stuff, but for the most part, definitely podcast listeners. And the person that won is for sure a podcast listener. So <coughs> it was fucking sweet. And uh, today I'm just working on like more colored stuff for this weekend's Sunday sale. I've been working on so many different unique colors. Um, Cormac's just been going nonstop here during the day and just mixing up colors, prepping them out so that I can make these pieces. It's one of the funnest things about like what we're doing is the amount of color we're mixing and playing around with. Because I remember even, like I've said this a million times, but three, four years ago, it was very limited what I could use. It was like, oh, to get like these like really like cloudy, pretty colors like Moonstone that have like all those like, I don't know, those wispy like kind of white cloudy with the blue, those really pretty colors. Those are my favorite colors. There was only like Moonstone and like Telemagenta had just come out. So just trying to find like variety with like that type of glass color. Like I like I like colored glass, but I like colored glass that has like those like milky like hues and lines through it and stuff the way it strikes. And now we're just mixing so many colors that we're achieving like so many different variants of those types of colors. It's it's just so cool. I almost wish I had like some sort of like catalog. I guess I kind of have like a digital one with Instagram, but I wish I had some sort of catalog so I could look at all the colors we've made and just see all the like different like 
variants and hues of colors and just, I don't know, because it's, it's so special. It's something to be proud of that we are able to achieve so many different colors in this palette by mixing. And I feel super grateful that I've like taken the past few years to literally like pay Cormac, teach him, and now I'm doing the same thing with Keymaster, like trying to get these guys to a point where they're master color mixers so that I just have like unlimited crazy colors. Because I feel like that's like the funnest part for me right now in glass blowing. Maybe four or five years ago, it was like doing really technical like things to try and impress my peers and be accepted into the industry. But now it's like I'm obsessed with playing with colors. It's like a painter when they like get new like a new paint or even like someone that's a commercial house painter like when i was a commercial house painter it was always boring painting a house white but sometimes you'd have a customer be like oh i want a fucking like green or i want purple like you're like fuck yeah this is fun that was the funnest part is just playing with colors i'm glad that that's kind of transferred over into glass blowing as well i can do the same thing here and just keep you know testing out different things playing around with it but uh let's uh let's take a dab on the juggernaut I have not smoked this piece in probably six months. It's been a while. But just for a size reference, this one on top is what we used to call an XL double diffuse. Now we just call them a 14 mil double diffuse. But this piece on top of here is a 10 inch tall piece. This piece is 10 inches tall. That's a big oil rig. Most people don't smoke a 10 inch tall oil rig. My pieces are bigger. But the Juggernaut makes this 10 inch tall piece look small, doesn't it? Just the the base of this thing is the same size as the upper diameter of the can on this thing. And this has like the double diffuse perk in it and everything stacked just like this piece. And I think I showed this on the podcast. I definitely showed it on the podcast before long, long last year sometime, but we have new listeners. And like, I saw this piece sitting there this morning. I was like, Oh, I got to smoke the juggernaut. It's been a minute. Um, man, it makes the long neck nail not even look long though. You know what I mean? Like that nail is not even long enough for the juggernaut. Luckily it's a little bit lifted up. So uh, we shouldn't hit it with the flame, but I'm gonna do just a couple dry pulls on it and we'll just see if the water level's right. Cause I, like, I haven't smoked it yet. I like, just cleaned both these pieces and filled them up. So let's make sure these water levels are set. Oh, and this thing's got a crazy sound too. Let me try and get the mic right there. Thing sounds nuts when it drains. Honestly, it sounds even crazier without a nail in it because the nail puts that little restrictive hole on there. I just wanted to give you guys a little of that audio on this piece because it's crazy sounding. It's just so much water moving. There's literally a half a gallon of water in this pipe. I always joke to say it's a gallon. It's not a full gallon. It's a half gallon. But still, that's pretty impressive. A half gallon of water and something, and it really does move it effortlessly. Of all the big pieces I've made, I'd say the Juggernaut is the absolute most surprising one to hit because when you hit a Titan RBR, you're like, oh, yeah, that was hard. Like, any of those big ones are a challenge to smoke because they're so big. But, like, this one, it's, like, so surprising how effortless it is. Um, even this morning when I put water on it and cleaned it, I was just sitting there dry pulling on it, and I was like, damn, I forgot how effortless this fucking giant piece was and how crazy it feels to move that much water with such little effort. The only thing I can like, like relate it to is I don't know if you guys have ever driven a big truck that's like turbo diesel. Like I don't have one, but back when I was a landscaper, I used to drive turbo diesel trucks and they're like fucking race cars, but they're giant. So this is like a turbo diesel truck. Like when you pull on it, when you hit that gas, this thing just fucking moves, but you can feel how heavy she is. You can feel how big of a vehicle this fucking thing is, but it's just moving. Um, and I will eventually drop juggernauts. These are the one giant weird unicorn and clear that I actually would sell because I can say that the function, even though it's giant, the function is really incredible and effortless. It works so well. And this is just the prototype one. You know what I mean? I only made one of these just to see if the concept would work, to see what it was like to spin out a 120 millimeter can. So it's just, it was just more of a test of like what I'm capable of, you know, and try out my new lathe back in uh, back last year when I got it. I wanted to see what, you know, the lathe could do. Like I can never make this piece by hand. It's just too, too big. It's too bulky. I could do it, but it'd come out, no, I couldn't. I'm not even gonna say I could do it. Like I'm like, well, I could do it, but it'll come out sloppy, no. I couldn't do it. I'd fucking break my back trying to drop this perk in by hand. Fuck no, too big. This perk in here is the size of a wine glass. 
the literally the percolator in this piece is the size of a wine glass. Like you, it's a, it's that's how big it fucking is. I was cutting a wine glass on the saw to drop into this thing. <coughs> oh man. Last week's episode was fun, guys. Thanks for all the the likes and the comments and everything, the views. Man, it was awesome. I know we did a giveaway and stuff, but you guys still came out because I didn't promote that giveaway on there. You guys just showed up that week. It was awesome. So I really appreciate it. And that was a test. I didn't want to like over promote it so that like I forced people to like watch this shit because that's like one thing my wife will even be like, oh, you got to promote it more on Bear Mountain and they did it. And it's like, I don't want to make people feel obligated to go watch this. I want people to find it and actually want to watch it. I don't want to be posting it so much that people are like, God damn, fine, I'll go fucking check it out. And then they check it out. Maybe they are already watching it from a point of view where they're annoyed with me. And then they watch it and they're like, God, I'm really annoyed with this fucking guy. I'm done. And they dislike it or they stop following me. So instead of like bashing people with it, that's why I started a new Instagram for the WE podcast. That's why I post on my YouTube channel. I post on the WE podcast Instagram. Of course, I could boost this thing and get it more people looking at it, but I really, really believe that this early group of people that are supporting this passion project of mine and Aja's that I want to be people that are on our team. I don't want to force anyone into the room that doesn't want to be there just yet, you know? So once we build this up, then we can start forcing new people in and seeing if they want to join the crew. But for now, let's all just find each other organically because it's just going to be a better party that way, you know what I mean? Start forcing people to be there, you think they'll make it a better party, and it doesn't always happen. Sometimes they fuck it all up. So, warm this bad boy up. Man, how are you guys doing today, though? I know you can't really answer, like, be a video or anything, but let me know in the comments if y'all are doing good on this Sunday. We got this big Sunday sale going on today. A lot of variety, a lot of clear. I'm gonna have clear 10 millimeter micro honey jar cyclers. Only three of them, I think. So, it's just gonna be a taste. Honestly, when I do that, my wife's like, you're just gonna make people mad if you only make three. And I'm like, I can all, it's all I can get done. And it's honestly a test. I wanna see if people are even stoked on it. Maybe people will be like, fuck the micro honey jar and they won't even scoop them. You know, I have no idea. But we're gonna have some variety. I'll also have clear triple doubles. I've only ever done one 10 mil in clear triple double. I'm gonna have four of those this weekend and four 14 mil clear ones. So these are like the more affordable way to get into one of those crazy function like triple doubles they're less than half the price of a clear. They're a third of the price of a colored one. And you can just, you can get all that function, all that size and everything, and you'll see all the function too. Cause the colored ones, you know, sometimes are, the colors are darker or heavier and maybe in certain lights, it's hard to see the vortex as much cause of the color. So the clear ones are great because all you see is that milk, all that smoke stacking and that water dumping. So we're gonna have a bunch of clear pieces this weekend. It's gonna be about 40 clear pieces and about 25 colored pieces. Gotta say that out loud now, and I don't even think I'm gonna hit that number. Maybe, we'll see. I'm still working on all this shit. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked. Stoked to do this last Sunday sale for a little bit before I take like a three week break from Sunday sales. That's why this is a bigger one, so that we can try and get people some glass before I take a short break. And I might do one more small Sunday sale at the end of April, but I, I don't know yet. It really depends on how much I get done. Um, my wife's been a little frustrated lately with how much I've been working. She's like, hopefully you can slow down soon. She's like, I'd really like you to spend time with our kiddo before she's not this age anymore. And she said that, and I was like, holy fuck, you're right. Like, she's not going to be this age much longer, and I just work like such a fucking animal. But it's not because I, like, I, it's, I have to work, you know? This is not a something where I'm like, oh, I just feel like working today. It's like, no, I have to produce, and I have to create so much capital to take care of so much shit that's going on but we all have our shit right we all got we all got stuff going on all right we're gonna take this at about 480 because it's the first dab of the day some private legend i really like this strain from laser cat it's a very cushy terp it's really nice i just clean my carb caps and everything everything's fresh right now with those like really cush terps in them are like one of the only strains when I smoke them and you hit them at the right temp it tastes like a really fireball of cereal 
like a really dang bowl of cereal. Not so much the milk part, but more like the... It's almost like the aftertaste when I'm breathing through my nose of like Lucky Charms or Captain Crunch or something. But on the inhale, it was very like a nice full bodied like cannabis flavor, like cushy, like a little bit of OG in there. Just really nice, vibrant flavor of spices and stuff. But then after I've smoked it, now when I'm breathing through my nose, I'm getting so much sweetness. But it's a sweetness that you get from almost like, like a cereal or something, something that has a little bit of a, I don't even know, some carbs in it, bro. Get some carbs in there. Holy shit, that was wonderful. And you would think through a giant piece like this, like there's no flavor, you, flavor gets fucked up. I think that that rumor or that idea started from maybe smoking shit through giant bongs and there's a big dead airspace with no water, but this whole thing, the water is stacking and moving through the whole piece. The only time the smoke is exposed, not being pushed by water is right here in this little three inch tube. So that's the bong right there. Just this, that's the only part where the fucking smoke just goes through without having water moving it. Everywhere below there, so everywhere below that, this whole bottom section, that will, smoke's being moved through water and pushed through this like piece in a way where it's not getting stagnant or slowed down, it's moving quickly to you. It's like the RBRs, they have like this jet right here that just blasts that water out and gets it whipping, but the smoke comes out just as quick and spirals up to the mouthpiece as the water drains down to the base. We've actually talked about this before a very long time ago, but we'll hit on it again. Really interesting thing about recyclers is that major, certain major cities, usually older major cities in the United States, um, use this type of system for getting gas out of their water. So basically what cities will do is they take their water, they'll have a large reservoir of water and there's some gas in, mixed into it. They'll pump it up, they'll pump it through a condensed chamber, which pressurizes it. And then when it blasts out the other end of that like condensed line, the water falls back to the base and goes to the reservoir and the gas goes up and out of the system. So this recyclers are actually something that major cities use to move gas out of water systems. Um, but, and and I, I just use them to get high through. So, um, but this one especially, my oh my, did, was that smooth. Holy cow, now that I've taken a dab through it, there's a little viscosity in the water so we can really start seeing that bubble drain. Or at least we should. Oh no, we need another dab through there. So much fucking water. The viscosity from one dab wasn't even enough. <coughs> okay, let's take one more on this thing. It was so nice. It was so smooth, and everything's all clean right now, too, so you guys know how it is when you have, like, that clean piece. You cleaned your calf, fresh hash out of the fridge. I took all this hash out of the fridge this morning, so it's a good day, you know? Honestly, the morning wasn't great, but it's just I'm not going to judge my whole day based on certain moments that happen. I'm going to let... I'm not, it's just it, a day is an accumulation of moments, so I'm not gonna let just one moment affect the whole day. But it's a good day. I got this fucking sweet piece. I got good hash. I got a heater on me. It's fucking gonna be nicer out today in Colorado. Yesterday was cold and snowy. So I just gotta be grateful. Say that shit out loud, and I do it even when I'm not on a podcast. I'll be out in my studio here just reminding myself because. If I'm not reminding myself, like the ego and like I'll overthink things and like start building a narrative that's not actual reality. It's just me getting overwhelmed and thinking that everything's a lot worse than it actually is. You gotta be careful. That's why that old saying, you're your own worst enemy. It's because you're the person that, you're the only person that can create these narratives in your mind that you believe that are true. If someone tells you something, you have to trust them to believe it and whatever. But if you were telling yourself a story in your head, that can become your reality and then you can live in a place that's maybe darker than it really is. You can live in a place that's sadder than it really is, you know? So, as people and humans, we really gotta be fucking careful. Careful how much we think. I mean, it's good to think, it's good to be educated, it's good to be knowledgeable. But overthinking, that can be your biggest downfall. It's one of my biggest battles is overthinking. You guys watch this podcast and be like, bro, you talk about shit I've never thought about. Like, you're thinking way too much. You need to just probably stop doing everything. It might be the Terps, you know? The Terps are too fire. Cracking into this fresh box, unopened, 
of the Funky Cookie. And this is Grape Cookies times GMO. I love this strain from Laser Cat. It's very, very unique. Um, I don't get a lot of grape terps on it, but I don't want the grape terps. Uh, I'm looking for something else. I want that cookie terp. It's fresh out of the fridge, too. She's all like, uh, it's like, what is that now, hot? Did burn my sweater? My Patagonia? Maybe a little bit. What can you do? See if you guys can see that, though. It's, um, right now, because it's just out of the fridge, it's still in that really, like, glassy, transparent, shattery-looking consistency. But then as it gets uh, more exposed to temperature and air, it's going to start buttering up and changing more to, like, a uh, taffy, then all the way into eventually a buttery consistency. My preferred consistency with a lot of this hash and stuff is actually to let it sit for a little bit and um, not fully butter, but like in between butter and sap. That's what I like because. <coughs> well, did I burn my Patagonia? Um, the reason I like that consistency, like between butter and sap, is because I feel like you're getting the best of both worlds. When something's over buttered, it loses a lot of terpenes. I don't know if I've explained this on the podcast before, and I'm going to say explain, but I'm, I don't even know if this is accurate, but I think this is how it works. So you guys know when you buy hash and you see it in a shatter form like this, as opposed to like a butter or a batter form, you smell both of them. That batter is always going to smell stronger than the stuff that looks shattery like this. I really do believe that because if you think about this, like the chemical makeup of the hash, when it's in this consistency right here, it's really thick, molasses, sappy. It's hard for those terpenes to escape like that chemical matrix of the hash and get up to your senses and for you to actually be able to smell it. Whereas buttered up stuff and stuff that's turned into like crumble or buttery or like maybe batter looking, um, that's more like a sponge. It's very porous and all because it's dry, it's dried out and it's turned more into like a porous kind of sponge that when it's like that, the terpenes are able to kind of escape the hash and you're able to smell it. That's why when you smell a jar of butter and like, or like that kind of stuff, it's gonna smell way stronger than shatters because the terpenes are all trapped inside of it. So that's why I like to take my rosins out of the fridge, especially when it's fresh press, let it sit for a little bit and get to that in-between consistency of butter and sap because then it's like the best of both worlds. You have like that initial really strong punch of the terpene but then you also have that really deep flavor that's trapped within the sap still that you wouldn't typically get from the butter because it's already maybe evaporated off or something. Um, you know, and again, remember guys, this podcast is uh, opinion based. I am not educated. I just sit here and smoke and say what I'm thinking. So you can take all that with a grain of salt. I don't know if it's real or accurate, but think about it. It might be right. Okay, we gotta heat up this now again. What can you do? Okay. But yeah. Sponge versus molasses, you know what I mean? Those terpene molecules are able to escape the sponge quicker than they're able to escape that thick molasses. So you're able to smell a lot more terpenes off the butters and crumbles and wax, whatever you fucking call it, than you're gonna smell on the stuff that's a little bit more thick, viscous. But yeah, I love this funky cookie. I'm excited to talk about this terp. What are you guys smoking on today? Are any of you guys like flower people only that watch this? Or like some of you like hash only? Because I've gone through my phases where I'm like flower only, hash only. Like when I lived in upstate New York, I was obviously flower only for a while because I couldn't find fucking hash until I made it myself. But when I lived, when I moved to Colorado in 2014, I only smoked hash for three years. I only smoked hash so much that when people would give me flour, I would be like, say thank you, and then I would like give it to my dad or one of my friends. Like, I wouldn't even smoke it. I would only smoke hash. Um, even when people bring it over to Sash, I'd be like, oh, that's cool, man, but like, let's just take dabs. Like, I only wanted to fucking smoke hash. But then when my daughter was born, <coughs> I couldn't fucking be smoking hash all the time. I could just take like little hits off a joint or a little hit off a bowl, and then like I had to make, you know, I, I couldn't, it's just when my daughter first got here, we were learning how to be parents, you know? We were just trying to keep calm and figure things out, and like the hash wasn't helping. It was almost like inhibiting me from doing what I needed to do. So I took a break from hash for one year and eight months. And I was still making RBRs that whole time. 
I mean, like I, I had, I, I wasn't doing dad videos though. I took like a big break from dad videos, like a bunch of stuff. I took a big break from hash. And, um, like the only time I'd take a dab actually is if I did a dab video, but it was like once every couple months. It really wasn't that much. So I'd still take a dab here or there, but it wasn't my hash. It was like Cormac would leave me a dab on a dabber before he left. He's like, okay, I left you a dab just, just in case if you want to smoke. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll save that for a dab video. I'll do it in a couple days. But, well, hold on. Snowboard. Whoa, that funky cookie. I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, took a break from Hash for a while. And then when I started this podcast in um, February of 2020, right before this whole pandy happened, <coughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I'm going to start smoking hash again on the podcast. So the first 10 episodes are like a real mess. I'm super high, like so high that like, I'm, I'm, I went back and watched them recently, and I was like, oh, boy. You ever th I, sometimes I think, I mean, eventually I might probably delete some of these podcasts, right? Because I truly look like an idiot. This, uh, this one probably, too. I mean, who fucking knows? You never know until you go back and look at it, and you can be self-critical, you know? But, um, man, that funky cookie. It's grape cookies times GMO. I taste a lot of GMO and a lot of cookie with a little sweetness. You know, not sp any, no specific sweetness. Like, I'm not picking out a specific fruit or anything. I just taste sweet. And then, like, that really nice cookie flavor. But it's not the buttery sweet cookie you get because the GMO did something to it where it made it, like, burnt rubbery a little bit. So it's, like, really got layers to it. Certain terps you describe do not sound good when described, but when you smoke them, you're like, whoa, that was different. It's just like when you're standing next to a gas pump. This isn't everybody. But some people, like myself, like the smell of gas. It's like, ooh, that gas smells good. But you can't do anything but smell it. Weed is like gas that you can smell and then smoke, taste, and then get high from, too, in a positive way. You can get high, too, from huffing gas, I'm sure, but I don't think it's good for your brain. Um, I just wanted to put that in there because I was implying that you can only get high from weed, but I'm pretty sure you can get high from huffing gas. Okay. Um, <clears throat> wow. This piece is incredibly smooth. Like, for how big it is, like, I barely cough. It's just so, it's just really nice. It's, it's always surprising when I smoke it. Cormac's been smoking this for the last, like, month, but he's been smoking flour through it. So I saw it this morning, and she was nasty. Like, so much fucking resin and flour. The water was dark yellow, and there's just, just, she was gnarly. And so I was like, ooh, I got to clean you up and smoke hash through. And I know some people, like even especially me, back in the day when I'd smoke flour through a piece, it would like ruin it. And I wouldn't be able to smoke hash through it because it just tastes like burnt flour even if I cleaned it. I don't know why, but the glass comes clean for me and doesn't taste like fucking weed at all. Like it's just clean. Um, but again, we all have our different ways of cleaning stuff. Uh, I just use alcohol, but there's definitely brands out there that can do it without having to use like alcohol. Some people don't like using the alcohol because the real way you gotta use it, which no one should ever do, you should never do this, don't do this, ever do this at all. But what I do is I like to take alcohol, put it in a little uh, Pyrex measuring glass cup and I warm it up in the microwave for like 15, 20 seconds. Pour that through the piece and everything comes off. As long, I like to take boiling hot alcohol and pour it through my pieces. Um, so I do that. Uh, yes, it does explode if you warm it up too much. Uh, watch out and never do it. Don't ever do it, ever. You should never do it at all. I use 99% alcohol. You can get five-gallon jugs of it from, like, any grocery store. And someone would be like, why do you need five gallons of alcohol? And it's like, I got a lot of pieces, man. I smoke a lot of hash. Or you could say I'm just trying to clean my grill room floor and disinfect it. Whatever. That's why they sell it, I believe. I believe it's for actually just, like, cleaning and disinfecting. People, like take spray guns and like spray the walls and shit. Uh, let's smoke the 14 mil double fuse and keep on kicking it. Man, like the other day, talking about grow rooms, <clears throat> I was like really missing growing weed. I don't know if you guys 
are like me and like have had like almost like past lives like i'm 31 years old and i feel like i've lived three different lives like i was a grower i like i was like a skateboarder and that was my whole life and then it's like now i'm a glass blower as a landscaper like all these different things i did that i worked super hard for that was my identity for a while um it's just weird but you have i have these moments where i like reminisce back on times when i was doing something like oh fuck i miss growing or oh i miss living in new york city i miss skateboarding every day like that but yeah the other day i was missing i was missing growing just like the uh but only the growing part not the trimming not the transplanting not the fucking mixing newts or even you know brewing teas or mixing soils or mending soils all the crazy shit i eventually got into or it just got wild i was like what am i doing here um I miss the actual growing part. And when I say growing, I miss sitting in a grow room with plants at about week six of flower. At about week six of flower, I just, I miss sitting in the room then when everyone's starting to get chunky. They're just, they're just starting to beef up and all the leaves are still like super bright green and lush. Like they haven't started like fading into their fall colors yet and finishing off. It's like almost like you walk into the grow room and when plants are at week six, in a grow room, you're kind of walking into another dimension near the end of summer, when it, right before fall, the best time of the year for me. I just, it's just so nice, perfect temperatures. It's like 73 degrees in the grow room, like low humidity, I don't know. But I miss the growing and just hanging out with the living plants. Just because weed plants give some cool vibes. They're really interesting. I used to just, I used to just lay in the middle of the canopy, like I, going between the plants and I'd lay in the grow room on my back and just play music and just lay in there. I think about that now and I actually said this to my wife last night. I was like, what the fuck were we doing before we had a kid? Because before our daughter got here, we were working 24 seven too. But like, we were, I was like asking, I was like, what were we so busy doing? Like before we had a kid where we didn't like explore more, or didn't do this more. Like now we have someone we have to like, be there for and she's going to explore with us but we have to wait till it's like safe and then she's a little bit older and whatever but it's like what were we so busy doing and it's like weird how like how like once you have kids and stuff like you look back and you're like oh man like when you're a kid you don't realize how much like how low the responsibilities are and i'm just talking from an adult point of view like i got responsibilities and it's like Sometimes it's a little overwhelming recognizing them or realizing or being like, oh, when I was a kid, I grew up too quick. Like me and my wife always say that. We grew up way too quick. But um, isn't that life though? Isn't that what happens? But yeah, I had a point to bring up why me and my wife were talking about that and shit. But you know, we've done the weeds. We did the hash. Like at, at this point, guys, like it's going to start slowly, like just being like, you know, not making sense more and more. So get ready for it because I've been working super late and I've been like training with my trainer every day because I'm making up days for like when I'm gone and shit. So I haven't been taking any breaks. It's been like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and just going, going, going. So I'm a little bit um, worn out, I would say, but I think I've been worn out forever. I think I'm just like, there's like different spectrums of worn out. It's like, I'm never rested, but um, Oh, shit, okay, sorry, dude. That Just the color of that was, like, hard for me to see. Um, I never feel fully rested, but there's days where I feel better. Like, today, I feel, like, fucking really good. But the second dab of that um, Funky Cookies kind of rocked my world, and I still feel good. I just feel a lot dumber, you know? I feel less intelligent. I feel, like, really, like, gullible right now. Like, someone could take advantage of me. I feel naive. There's a lot of things I'm feeling right now, but none of them are good and smart. I feel like today's gonna be a good day though. Just saying that I'm feeling a little stupid right now from the hash, it got me. Maybe I should smoke more of that private reserve. Or I have some grape nerds too. Honestly, the fruity shit is like way more like chill. It's not as like potent. Like I always tell my friends like, fruity stuff does not really get me that stoned. It's like the OGs, or GM, that's the GMO in that shit. That's exactly what it was. It's that GMO in that funky cookie just, that was a lot. But everyone gets affected by different strains differently, you know? That's the one really cool thing about weed is how different it is for everyone. Everyone's experience is different. Even everyone's taste profile on things is different. Like, 
Whereas those, there, there's those really weird drugs out there like DMT where everyone's experience is the same and you're like, what just happened? Why, why do we all go to the same place? With weed, it's like way more like based on the individual, I feel like, as far as flavor and how the high affects you. And if you get high at all, I have friends that back in high school, they just like could not get stoned, you know? And I'm like, maybe the weed just wasn't good enough or like they weren't as receptive to that. And so they never got into weed because they tried it a few times. Like, I don't know, man, it just doesn't get me high. I'm like, oh, that's weird because I'm floating right now. But we're all different. I guess I'm just one of the lucky ones that gets real stoned from it, you know? All right, so we're getting to some grape nerds here from Laser Cat. And this is grape pie times chem four times Girl Scout cookies. Last episode, we smoked some grape nerds, but it was the lava rosin. Now this is their premium live rosin, so it's a little different. So it's the fresh press. It didn't go through whatever process they're doing to it to make lava rosin. I believe there's some heat involved. So these terpenes have not been manipulated whatsoever besides the first initial heat press from making the rosin. I think there's like some, maybe there's like, I don't know how they do the lava. I shouldn't even speak or guess or like, uh, I shouldn't even speculate on how they fucking do it. But I smoke a lot of the lava. It's like some of my favorite shit because it never butters up. It just stays jelly. But today we're smoking the, the premium live rosin, Grape Nerds, which is, it's buttered up because I took it out. This one I did take out last night. Um, but honestly, when it's this consistency of butter, it's just going to be super terpy. But I got to make sure I smoke it in the next couple days or else it's probably not going to be as terpy. Because <clears throat> Colorado is very dry. And when you live in a really dry place, you need to be really careful with your flour and your hash. Because uh, shit can get dried out pretty damn quick. And that way you can also justify smoking a whole gram in a day. You're like, it was drying out. I, had to, I just smoke it. It sucks, man. The, like when the milk's about to go bad, or I guess I got to eat a bunch of cereal today. Well, the hash is about to dry out. I got to smoke a bunch of hash today. lava definitely tastes a little different compared to the premium live I would just say lava versus live the lava I get way more grape Kool-Aid but on this live that's way more of like a grape pastry or maybe like a uh, like a grape candy but something more like a taffy Something with like some body to it. And when I say body to it, I just, I don't know. I don't know what I mean, honestly. But the flavor is really, really nice on that. And it's, wow. You guys ever smoke something and then like literally for like 10 seconds after the hit, you're kind of getting like, like the flavor is kind of just like developing. I don't know, I'm gonna call it right now, 15, 20 years if everything's legal. When I'm an old guy, I'll be a, a Terp Sommelier. I'll just be like telling you about the terps, where they come from, what they taste like. And then I'll be really high and say things that you just don't understand. And I'll be like, don't worry about it. I smoked too many terps today. But yeah, maybe I'll be doing that. <coughs> maybe when my arms fall off from working too much, I'll be the armless terp sommelier. Or they'll have like cool robot arms you can get. See, this is where the podcast goes once we're past about 30 minutes and I've taken three dabs. It just stops making sense. I swear to fucking God. I'm sorry, folks. You know, I try to catch myself. I have like this voice in my head that's like, don't do it, bro. Don't go there. Do you know that the fucking Statue of Liberty was originally made for Egypt? They couldn't afford to make the little fucking stand that she needed to stand on. So they re-gifted it to the U.S. Because they're like, we'll build it. We'll, put, we'll make the place where she stands. We'll, we'll take her. Yeah. Statue of Liberty was originally supposed to be in Egypt. Built for them. Regifted to the U.S. <clears throat> She's pretty cool, though. I've seen her before. I never got close to her. I lived in New York City. I always saw her when I was riding the train. If I was far enough down on, like, like if I was, like, down, like, Battery Park area. Oh, my God. So stoned from that dab. I was like, yeah, the fruity stuff's not that strong. It'll just be, what? I'll chill, dude. Super chill. Like, now I'm like, oh, my God. <clears throat> 
oh my god, I got to work today. Um, let's talk about some of these um, colored pieces on the table because we have some new color combos we've never done before. Actually, every single one of these is a new one. That's why I pulled these ones out specifically so we could kind of check them out and talk about this weekend's Sunday sale for just a minute. So this guy right here is, um, the colors are Atlantis and Loki's lipstick and it's they're faded together. And the Atlantis is like this really pretty like dark teal color. And then Loki lipstick is this striking color that strikes from ambers to reds to purples to blues. It's all over the place. Um, I had Cormac fade these colors together so that some of that Loki lipstick like kind of like bleeds into that Atlantis so it strikes a little bit in it and gives the Atlantis this crazy, crazy like spacey like look. And I don't know, this is um, just like a really unique color combo that we've never done before. And this is a 10 millimeter micro RVR. This is gonna be available at this weekend's Sunday sale. And I believe these ones retail for 700 with the matching bubble cap and the mood mat and sticker pack come all set up. And also on our website too, guys, there's a new facts and questions page. And on that facts and questions page, we have everything. We have all the prices of everything. If you're like, how much is a clear mini double diffused? How much is a colored one? How much is a micro and clear and colored? Like what's RBR stand for? How tall? We even have how tall each pieces are approximately. We have what size Pelican my RBR fit in. Like we have everything on there. Please check out the facts and questions page. I bet it'll answer 90% of your questions and anything else you need to ask. It's probably repair related, which you obviously need to talk to us. But there is answers on there about repairs too. There's everything. My wife has been working on it for months. So please check it out if you have any questions. And then you can email us if there's something we couldn't button up um, from there. Um, but yeah, Loki Lipstick times Atlantis is going to be available this weekend. Really stoked on this little piece. I just, everything's come so far in the last, man, eight years. This April, April 29th is the day I picked up my torch and brought it home. And I think by mid-May, we were blowing glass. Um, but I always just say April was when I started blowing glass. Because that's like when I got my torch. That was my, and I posted it the day I got it. I think it was like the 29th of April. But... It's crazy how far things have come. I was making these pieces back in 2013 when I first started. And I've made a million different designs in between, but it's I'm now I'm back at my original design again. It's wild. And they've come so far from like the, the, the bubble caps have gotten so nice and like all the mood mats and the artwork on them all the way from all the prep, like all blown out in-house mixed color, like the way the, they, they all have opals on them now and their placement with their little cabs. Like, and we're not even done yet. There's more improvements we're constantly making. We're finding ways, how do we make it better? How do we make it better? And we're just gonna keep doing that because I don't believe that any of us artists have made the best thing yet. And I think that's what makes it fun to be an artist and to be like, like creative and exploring creativity and just working hard towards that goal is just what's the best and never thinking you found it. Because as soon as you think you've found the best thing ever, or as soon as you think you are the best, that's when that, like, the decline happens. It's like my trainer. Like, I was talking to her the other day, and she was, um, because, like, I, I've, like, I don't like feeling, like, proud, or, like, I don't like, like, compliments too much. I get, like, anxiety with it and shit, or, like, I don't know how to explain this being this high. I should have done this talk early on if I wanted to do it. Oh, my God, they're delivering oxygen right now. Perfect. Sick. Sick, bro. All right. Dope. All right. So they're delivering oxygen to me right now. We're going to pause the podcast. We'll be back in just a second. Welcome back, everybody. We just got oxygen delivered. Sorry about the interruption that's been happening these last couple episodes. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying. So my point about the whole thing was, is basically when my trainer was giving me a, like a compliment, we were talking about getting compliments, and I was like, oh, that shit just kind of makes me uncomfortable or if, or feeling like in myself. Like she's like, oh, do you, do you feel like proud of that? Do you think you're good at that or whatever? I'm like, I don't like feeling like I'm good at anything because I feel like once like I start feeding the ego and thinking I'm good at something, that's like the beginning of the decline. Like I want to keep growing and climbing. I was like, so I prefer to constantly live in a place in my head where I feel like I'm at the bottom of a pit, just trying to climb out of this shit, climbing up a mountain, and I'm not getting anywhere. I'm a little nothing. I'm just starting. And the more I think that, the farther away in my head mentally I am from the decline. 
I don't want to feel like I'm on top and I'm cool and I'm the best. I want to feel like I'm just, I'm just trying to get there. Like I want to, I just want to work towards that and not feel that. I'm scared to feel that because I feel like that's the beginning of the end. Is when you start thinking you're cool or the best or you think you're good at it. Then other people would be like, dude, like being proud of yourself and being like confident that you're good at something isn't the beginning of the end. It's, it's like, you know, self-awareness and being proud of yourself. That's healthy. That's good. And you can use that for energy and to impact the people around you in a positive way. And I'm like, bro, that doesn't work for me. So that's not how it is for me. I get it. I know all, all sides of it and how you can use everything in a positive way. But for me, the positive way I use it is like, I like to pretend that like, you know, even with like saving money and stuff, I don't even want to know where things are at. I just want to pretend like we have $0 and I have to work every day like we have $0. That way I can hopefully build a big enough foundation to deal with all the crazy shit that happens as people get older and you get older and life happens and it's a crazy world we live in. So I just want to make sure that I gave 110% and I know I did at the end of the day because if I'm an old guy and I know I didn't give 110%, I don't know if I'm going to be able to live myself because it is challenging as you get older. I see the people I love going through challenges day to day. I'm like, my goodness, I need to find a way to be successful in the next 20 years or else everybody's going to suffer because I didn't figure it out. So that's, you know, but that's personal shit I put on myself. There's no reason to ever like put that type of weight on your shoulders. But, you know, I'm just kind of explaining my own mental psyche, which none of you asked me to do, but it's my podcast. So let's check out this next piece. All right. So we have some, oh, I want to grab my UV light real quick, guys. One second. All right, so uh, this piece right here is uh, citrine from Moltenora. This is like seriously the greatest UV green ever made. And Cormac mixed it with Ghost from North Star. So it's like this really crazy like green with like these like clouds in it. Oh, it's really cool looking. But it's also super bright like UV. And this is even glowing. We have bright like lights blaring me right now for this podcast. And this thing is still glowing like super bright with this shit. And I'm just doing some quality tests. You know, you bang it, banging all the edges with metal and you just make sure everything stays together. So this is a 10 millimeter mini double diffused. And this is going to be available this Sunday as well. And I can't believe we haven't done this color combo yet. And every time we're looking at the color wall, because I have a big color wall, it's like we find new colors to make. We, we drop so many new colors all the time. It's, it's so fucking fun. I talk about it too much, but I really, it's one of my favorite things lately. This one's super cool right here. This color combo that Cormac mixed up. So this is a cobalt purple rain fade, but then it also has ghost all the way through it. So basically it's a fade and then both colors got ghosted. They got hit with that, that crazy cloudiness. So when you look at it from just the bottom, it's this dark, like twilight blue, like color. When you look at it from the top, it's like mostly purple. Just kind of see a purple piece. But then from the side, you see that just the fade from the dark blue up through to the purple and everything. It's just, I don't know. It's a really pretty color combo. I was like, oh, dude, that's cool. Sometimes when I don't tell him what to do and I just let him fuck around, he comes up with some cool shit. But I'm stoked on this piece. This color combo is wild. Sorry, I'm over here just looking at it, not really showing you guys good angles. I'm just admiring it myself. But yeah, this color combo is wild. I'll just leave it there for a second. Let you guys check it out. Um, but that's also a 10 mil mini double diffused. These are what people are really asking for. So I'm trying to put them out. I know that I haven't, I'm not doing a lot of 14 mils right now, but my wife's trying to get me on a better schedule where we like, kind of like spread out the variety of it. I'm dropping a lot of 14 mils in clear. Like um, I'm dropping uh, like every Sunday sale, I'm dropping like 12 to 20 14 millimeter clear pieces. So, I mean, the, the clears are out there. Just the 14 millimeter colors are like very limited in 2020. There'll probably be less than 20 of them, honestly. It's just, there's only gonna be a handful this year of the 14 mil uh, colored stuff. Working on a lot of different things, you know? Then last but not least, the 
Last piece from the pieces I pulled for Sunday sale I wanted to show off. This red is just on another level. It's gold ruby over cherry. So basically the cherry gave it a really nice opaque red, but then the gold ruby on top of it gave it like this candy apple layer. So like, you know, when you take a red apple and you dip it in like the red candy apple stuff, that's essentially what this is. I could call this a candy apple, you know? It literally looks like he like took a red color and dipped it in some red candy coating. It's in person is really the only way you can appreciate it. It's difficult in video and camera to capture what I'm talking about, but it's an incredible red. And that's Molten Ore Gold Ruby over Glass Alchemy Cherry. I think Cherry's from Glass Alchemy, that might be North Star, honestly. I'm sorry. You know, as much as I blow glass, I don't know that much about, I swear, terminology or other glass blowers or the history of it. I just do what I like to do every day. That's it. Like, and I don't like do a ton of research on stuff. I just really love blowing glass and I really like making specific things and fucking out function. And then while I'm blowing glass, the things I like to listen to um, is like, I like to listen to a lot of like history, science, biology, TED Talks, and a ton of po uh, comedy podcasts, but just like everything. I just like learning things while I'm blowing glass. And then at the same time, I'm in my head thinking about like things I'm working through in my own personal life. So it's like, I'm doing like, I'm like three different places at once and that's how I get through each day. And that's why I'm able to go so many hours because I'm so fucking mentally stimulated while I'm fucking just cause I'm working, I'm learning, and I'm also thinking and working through things in my head. Um, I saw this movie the other day. It was uh, it's called In Time, and it was free on fucking Amazon. So I've been watching a lot of free movies. So I'm like, oh, it's free. I like throw it on because when you're blowing glass, you can't really watch anything. You can like turn, check it a little bit, and like you like half watch it because you gotta be looking at what you're making. You gotta be care. It's like because things get fucked up so quick with glass blowing. But I was watching this movie In Time. It's like a like Justin Timberlake's the main character, but honestly, it was like a pretty good movie. Uh, but the idea of it was. In this world or this dimension, um, time is the currency. So, you know, everyone only has like a certain amount of time to live. Basically, you live to the age 25 and then your clock starts and you have one year to gain more time. So you work jobs and they pay you. They're like, okay, you made 10 minutes today or you made two hours today. And then when you go get on the bus, you got to pay the bus driver with two minutes and they scan your wrist and take two minutes off your life. And like you pay for everything with time, which essentially we do now because we work to receive currency for our time. And then we use that to pay for things. So we do live in that universe, but it's not as extreme as this movie because when your clock stops, you die immediately. You just die on the spot. So it was a crazy movie. But one interesting part about the movie was that when this main character, not, not really a spoiler, just like an interesting thought. This isn't spoiling anything. Um, the main character, uh, gets a bunch of extra time and goes to a wealthy area on the planet. And he gets off the bus there, whatever, and then he's running to the next place he has to go to. And all of the people in this area are like, why is this person running? Because they're all so rich. They have thousands of years. They have, they're, they're immortals. They have infinite time because they're so wealthy. So they don't run anywhere. They just walk places. So they don't even know what running looks like. They're like, why is this person running? That's like what people with less time do. That's what poor people do. And it was like that idea was like so interesting to me because when I'm driving around, since I was about 21 years old and started my first landscape business, when I'm driving around and stuff and I see people driving under the speed limit, I would always turn and look at my wife and I'd be like, you see how rich this person is in front of us? That's a fucking wealthy person. Every bill's paid, everyone in their family's safe and happy. They have nowhere to be, they're just there because they're driving 10 miles under the speed limit. They're, they're the richest person I've ever been around. They're so wealthy, look at them go. And that's how I see things. It's like, oh my God, like, because I'm terrified of time. It's just constantly ticking. And you think for someone that smokes weed and makes pipes all day, they're like, well, spend time doing something else. Well, that's what I like to do. That's how I like to spend my time. But yeah, whenever, like, when, especially when I was younger and things were even harder, I, was, oh, I would always get so stressed out and get like, like road rage behind slow people. Because I'm like, how do you have this much time? How do you have this much money where you can 
drive 10 miles on a speed limit. I'm, I just want to go the speed limit. I don't want to race. I don't want to go 100 miles forever and make it dangerous for people. Can we just go the number it says on the side of the road so that we're all knowledgeably saying, hey, we're not only following the speed limit, but respecting all the people around us too, and knowing that, hey, we all have places to be, but let's do it in a safe and respectful way. I'm not saying speeding. I'm just saying go the speed limit. But that was me like years ago. Nowadays, I don't give a fuck because I'm like in a different place. I have a kid now. Everything's slowed down. I have, I, you can't rush anywhere. You just have to be conscious of the, that little person that's with you, you know? So what I'm telling you is a story about when I was younger, but it related to a movie I saw recently. It kind of brought up a lot of thoughts about time and currency and how weird it is that that's actually how we live, you know? We, we, everything we do, we're trading time. We're trading our life experience. And that's the one thing we talked about in probably the first 15 episodes of this podcast is like when someone owns one of my pieces, they own a physical representation of a part of my life. Like, like this is like a, like a piece of my life I'll never get back. I chose to spend those hours making this object that I thought about in my head and I physically produced it from fire, gravity, earth, air, you know, avatar stuff, the whole deal. But realistically, not joking, like it's like a physical representation of time. And that's anything, you know? If you're a creator, you can show physical representation because I'm holding it. This is my time. These are, this is part of my life. This is part of my life. This is all, these are all hours or days of my life that I trade to people around the world for currency in order to protect my family. I trade my time in order to stay safe. We all do it. It's just interesting when you break it down if you've smoked enough hash. Okay, let's do one more dab and, you know, round out this episode. I can't believe we're doing this giant Sunday sale today. I'm very anxious about it. I'm nervous. <coughs> we usually only drop like 30 pieces to 35, somewhere in there. And this one we're doing like, you know, anywhere from like 55 to 65, somewhere in there. So it's about 20, 20 more pieces, maybe 30 more. A little nervous because it's kind of like a lot of glass and I never know because like I don't over promote stuff and I'm always like are people still seeing me are they paying attention I don't fucking know I've got to get over that shit though you know it's weird I still feel like that all the time it's also weird that I always line up the moon mats with the bubble and I put it on a specific spot on it I don't know like on the flower ones I always put the I don't have a flower one out but I always put the bubble like on the flower um, where the the two branches meet over the bear's head. And on this one, I like to put it right on the bear's, like, like right at the bottom of his jaw, and it, like, magnifies his little teeth. I don't know. Weird things I like. Maybe we can start putting cool little things in the moon mats that are, like, little Easter eggs that when you, like, scroll your RBR over it, it like, magnifies a little message. It's like, hey, you're, hey, thanks, man, or something. Like, you're the best, bro. Appreciate the support. Like, or something. Or, like, I don't even know. Or maybe it'll be, like, a special number that you put in, and you're like, oh, you just want a free RBR. I wish I was that balling, where I could fucking pay people to set up really elaborate, fun, like, Easter egg things that we, like, the thing is, is that it's time. I don't have time to do anything more. So anything more I want to do with my company, now I just have to keep hiring more people. When you hire more people, expenses go up. And a lot of the things I want to hire people for aren't things that make money. It's things to more or less just create more value to what I'm trying to do. So it's like investments for something that maybe in the future might be valuable. It's more just like, I wanna create more content. I also wanna create more products. I wanna create more things that make people excited and proud to support a brand. I wanna, you know, there's just so many little fucking things that I wanna do and I'm like, damn, I need, I just need more people, but I also need to find a way to keep working harder, making more money to facilitate paying more people enough too, you know? Because you don't want to pay people terribly. You know, you want to make sure you take care of people as best you can facilitate, at least with what your business is. It's complicated. I'm learning so much. I'm 31 years old, and I am learning so much about running a business and being a boss and a parent and just everything. It's so fucking crazy. It's crazy how quick life starts going, too, once you're doing that many things, once you're juggling so much. It all starts clicking by. It's a lot faster once you're super mentally stimulated. 
but maybe that's why boredom is so important because it's the time when you're not mentally stimulated that you slow down and you can let creativity in because you have to create something in your mind to entertain yourself. That's why I look at myself and I'm still creative even through all the stuff I'm doing. I'm always having ideas and drawing stuff and having ideas to talk about in here and just, I don't know. I'm always thinking about stuff, so... I don't know what my point is, but like I, I feel like I'm, I'm balancing most of it pretty good right now. But I could definitely be better. God, guys, I'm too stoned today, I'll be honest with you. I ate something before this, so I feel amazing today. But I, there's nothing I can do about the amount of THC. It's just, it's getting me. But we're going to do one more because that uh, funky cookie was rocking my world. Might as well finish on that shit. Holy cow. And today's episode might be a little shorter, guys, but that's what it is. That fucking auction blew threw me off a little bit. I got a crazy schedule because we're getting ready to go out of town for a few days and take our daughter on our first family vacation with her and, like, first everything with There's so many firsts that we're going to try and do, and hopefully it all works out. But we're in crazy crush mode right now. I'm crushing so hard that I'm not even posting myself at night crushing. I'm just posting the next day, like, all the different pieces because I'm, like, like, I'm so tired, like, I can't even fucking post shit. I'm just like, I'll post tomorrow when I'm awake for the first few hours of the day before I get too exhausted or before the sleep catches up with me again. Because I think there's some people that genetically can, like, not sleep and be great. And I used to think that about myself, but now I think that I'm just, I can function being tired. I don't think that I'm not tired. I'm definitely tired. Because from what I understand, the people that can function on three to four hours a night, they're I don't think they're tired. They actually feel fully rested. Me, I'm like literally a, a normal ass person that's just fucking tired. Like super tired. I could go to bed early and it wouldn't do anything. I, I just wake up more tired. I actually do a lot better if I just stay in my normal rhythm of like, you know, four or five hours. But I want to get to six or seven hours would be the honest goal because eight's too much. If I sleep eight hours, I feel like I overslept. I feel a little groggy. I think seven hours is prime. Also told my wife I wanted to get me one of those like sleep fitness tracker things so I can help myself trying to, I'm just trying to get healthier, honestly, guys. When you have kids and you start seeing them grow, you're like, oh my God, like I have to be here. Like I need, you start thinking about how hard it would be for everyone because we all rely on each other. Um, and I'm just like, whoa, I gotta get healthier. So I'm more just trying to figure out all my shit before it becomes a problem because I'm only 31, so like, if I'm proactive and thinking about this shit, like, oh, how's my sleep? How am I actually functioning? Like, I need to eat better, work out better, which I have been doing. I've lost 20 pounds in the last, I mean, I've lost a bunch of weight. Can't even tell because we do it weekly, though. You guys see me weekly. But, yeah, I'm trying to take care of myself more, though. Well, let's take more dabs because that's just for your health, you know. I'll, I say all this, and I'm just slamming hash. It's really... It looks really counterintuitive. Is that the right word, Aisha? I don't know. I think so too, it sounds right. I say a lot of words I don't know if we're right. It's just fun to talk like you're smart. I, would, I don't know if like, it sounds really hard to actually be smart. Well, that car kept jumping at me. Ooh, clean rigs are so nice. Clean cap. Mmm, that funky cookie. <coughs> wow. Laser Cat does a really good job. I really like Colorado hash. But, <coughs> that's just because I live here in Colorado and that's mostly what I've smoked. Alright, wow. Well, today is that giant Sunday sale, folks. There's gonna be a lot of stuff available. I'm gonna do a little rundown real quick here for anyone that made it this far, because this does drop a few hours before the Sunday sale. So we're gonna have six 10 millimeter micro RBRs in clear. And I believe we're gonna have five in color. And then we're going to have um, six 10 millimeter mini double diffuse in clear. And I believe we're gonna have 12 10 millimeter mini double diffuse in color in all different crazy colors. There's a few on the table here. Then we're gonna have six of the 14 millimeter standard refined bell recyclers. So standard RBR 14 millimeter ones. We'll have six of those in clear. 
Now, obviously, they all kind of have the colored lip wrap, matching bubble cap, come with a mood map. And then we're going to have six of these 14 millimeter double diffused RBRs in clear. Um, and then for the colored stuff, I believe we have one triple double, um, which is like a strawberry lemonade crushed opal triple double with colors we've never used before. New color, actually, kind of new colors, just like really co hard colors to use. Um, and then. The other one is a blue stardust, full crushed opal, side kick drain, 10 millimeter, double diffuse. So it's not a mini, it's a full size double diffuse, just a 10 mil version. Oops, sorry. It has a skinnier um, top can and shit. Um, and then what else? I think there's one other thing. Hmm. There might be one other thing. Oh yeah, there's also the clear triple double. Sorry guys, I'm super stoned. Um, we have four of the 14 millimeter clear triple doubles with colored lip wrap and we have four of the 10 mils and then I'm probably going to have three 10 millimeter honey jar recyclers so be on the lookout for that I'm not sleeping until I have everything done because this is my last Sunday sale for a minute because I have a bunch of family stuff I have to take care of I'm also taking my daughter on her first family vacation and there's just a bunch of things going on so we're going to just do this one big one and then just maybe not do another one till the end of April or the beginning of May um, we'll see how it works out and how life goes but super appreciate you guys and this is a bigger one so maybe it won't sell out and it might give people a couple days to scoop something like because i'm dropping a handful of those clear triple doubles i'm like heck maybe a couple of those will sit and then someone can actually get a moment to move some money around and scoop what they want so i really appreciate all you folks that support and always come out each week um it's uh it's just super awesome this podcast is just it's just really fun and you guys the last couple podcasts have just been really uh vocal in the comments and reaching out also via dm uh i'll post next episode we'll start posting up the podcast email so you guys can start sending in questions and ideas and we'll start now that the the fan base is bigger we're going to start incorporating you guys into the episodes and finding ways to make you more part of this whole thing so we can build it bigger together because i need your help so appreciate you guys and i hope you have a great day don't forget to subscribe to uh, our youtube channel like and uh, if you can, if you have time, even if you don't listen to the audio, go to the Apple Podcast app, leave us a positive review and a comment if you can. And last thing, subscribe to our newsletter on bmsglass.com to stay up to date on all drops and everything. And also shout out to Hetty Glass, sorry, Bane. Shout out to hettyglass.co.uk. Uh, Big Al sent me these dope mood mats. I love them, they're sick. Thank you, dude, appreciate you. Um, these are like, I collect mood mats. Like we have just like so many different ones. So and I know a lot of my homies do too. So these are sweet. These ones are really unique. So thank you. I uh, hope you guys have a great day. This is the What's Up Everybody podcast. Episode 56. Crazy. Let's go. Let's go.